everyone, Trippin' fam. We back with another episode this week brought to you by the Portland duo, Brooke and Evan. This week, the duo is joined by the newest name, Trailblazer, and his Cantor. Several topics are discussed, but the two that jump out without question for Cantor, his inability to go anywhere alone due to the issues he has had with the Turkish government, as well as, for those of you who are social savvy, you already know where this is going. Can you say elevator? Ever been stuck in an elevator? I have, and so have many, now many, of the Blazers players. It went viral, and thanks to Evan and Ennis, they go in-depth of just what that moment was like. So without further ado, Brooke, take it away, girlfriend. Thank you so much, Allie Girl. We are back road tripping. It has been a minute, hasn't it, E.T.? I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a co- I don't even know who our last guest was. It's but... your boy. Oh, Tommy Alter? Yeah, wasn't Damn, it? Damn, that was a Christmas edition. <laughs> We, we were really aggressive to begin the season, and yeah. then kind of all-star break came around, and now we're back to it. But I'm really excited about our guest today. I'm going to let you introduce him. Yeah, let me uh, introduce the newcomer, man, the, the big man in the middle, the, the force of the second unit. Is it safe to say the proud of Turkey, kind of? Yeah. Uh, kind of. Go ahead, Kind of former UK uh, Wildcat, <laughs> and he just informed <laughs> me, he said he's, he's going to count down two more years, and you'll... Yes. It'll be a U.S. American citizen. So two more, yeah, I got two more years two left. Two more years. Stay out of trouble. Keep it classy, and you yep. can be like what Brooke and I am. One of us. One of you guys. Model citizens. You know? <laughs> That's what we consider ourselves. Model citizens. <laughs> and this canter to the program. It's so nice Welcome. to have you on the team. Thank you. It's so nice to have you on the pod. Yes. Um, I, I have so much I want to talk to you about. I know you see this too, and we'll get into the politics later, which I'm really, I'm not excited about talking about. I'm just so interested in talking yes. about it, which we'll get to. But first, we have to talk about what the world is talking about right now is you guys all getting stuck on an elevator. And oh, I, <laughs> I mean, first of all, you were very calm, Ennis. As you, you were also very calm, E.T., but I feel like you were kind of, would you say, Ennis, that he was kind of like keeping everybody light a little bit in the elevator? I, I think so, yeah. I think it was like, he was like, uh, he was giving us a positive energy. Because <laughs> I know I, I saw Rodney's face and I saw Dame's face. Right I was like, oh my God, weird. this is going to get ugly. <laughs> Take me through like how it all started, like when you realized you were stuck, the whole damn thing. Now, I don't know if they pay attention, but we all piled on the elevator, you know, and I was kind of like the last one to get on. So think about it. It was 10 people. So the smallest dude was Dame Lillard. So Dame is 6'3", yeah. 200. It was Dame, myself, Ennis, Jake, Zach, Gary, Trent, who's Myers. about 220. Jake's at least 225. Zach is at least 240. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, who else? Scalabissier is at least yeah. 230. Coach Oz is 6'5", 250 probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm flirting with 230. <laughs> and then... Um, was Chief on there? No, there's one more missing. Uh, Rodney Hood. Rodney, Rodney Hood, Hood. yes, Rodney Hood. And, and Rick, our security guard, Rick Riley. But yeah. what's so funny is I don't think you guys noticed, but like we were talking and out the corner of my eye, I just see like a light flash and it's kind of like, it was Rick. And I'm like, something was so weird. I'm like, man, I don't know if Rick should be getting on this elevator. Yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I was like, I don't think he should be getting on, but I'm like, Rick would know more than I do. Like, you know? Yeah, so for I didn't, sure. I didn't think much of it. Then when we, we started going up, you hear, boom, like it's like a quick, <laughs> yep. it's kind of like a drop. And I started looking like, we we are low-key bugging. And I was like, Rick, <laughs> low-key, you tipped the scale So this is Rick's bit. fault. I wouldn't blame Rick because Rick still has to secure the premises. But, like, at the same time, I was like, bro, you, like, low-key, bro, like, the shortest dude was was Dollar. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It was Dane. But it was, uh, it's a good 30 minutes of team bonding, I think. <laughs> How was it for you? 
I always get in front of my teammates, you know. I might any round before, but it was it was, uh, it was it was definitely scary because we've been in there for twenty around twenty five to thirty minutes. I started to get hot, yeah. And uh, you know, we only had two bars. We were we were in a survival mode. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the bars. It, uh, I had uh, what was it? I had two granola bars. Granola bars, yep. And um. What happened? Just in case we were stuck on there for a long yep. time, I pulled one out and was like, yo, y'all can split this between nine people. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, some guys had ice bags on. We're like, yo, when those melt, just in case, that's water. You know what I'm saying? So we had six ice bags. I personally, since I brought the granola bar, I get my own. Well, that makes perfect sense And then to the, me. the rest of the nine split it. So our, our, our leader and captain, Dame, grabbed the, the granola bar, opened it, and ate Half of it. Half of it. I was like, I need this energy for the escape. And, <laughs> and then after that, I just told him, like, all right, now, bro, I'm still not giving up this other this other granola bar in my pocket. So Dame just Dame just killed one of y'all for sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh but my it worked. It worked. It was, it was cool, bro. And I think if anything, we kept it calm because yeah, I think Rodney was. I think he was a little worried at first. He was worried. Did he, he say a word the whole time? He stuck in the elevator three times this year. Yeah, what? three times. Yeah, so he was a bad luck. It oh, it's, Rod- okay, it's Rodney's fault. It had to have been like who gets stuck right. that many times. But he was like, uh, originally when we were like, oh shit, like, he's like, whoa, 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 calm down, and we we're like, oh wait, we forgot. And then we were like, we just kept it light. We were joking. Yeah, we did, yes. I think everybody kind of kept kept the attention away from the the fear right. of claustrophobia. My favorite, well, there were, I had a lot of favorite parts. I watched your video, your, I admires everyone's video, but I really enjoyed, first of all, when you said, can't believe this has happened to the former number one team in the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what I'm figuring. I'm like, damn, where are the eyes, bro? Usually, we don't get called to go meet with, like, the president. We get called to go get stuck in the elevators and do, do the work, one of the worst road schedules in 10 years in sports and get a... Get a NBA game on Christmas Day, and it's pretty much a game where everybody's already drunk and passed out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, then we get the get the good faith of traveling to go play the Golden State Warriors, and then after that, not be home for New Year's Eve and go play Sacramento. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it like, bro, perfect sense. You to get no stuck. Res- no respect. And then my other favorite part was when you literally like I don't even know what it, like barrel rolled out of it. That was my other favorite part. When you when you guys were actually saved and everyone oh, was like yeah, yeah, climbing yeah, yeah. out, you just died no, out. No, no, but I told that story because I was I was I mean it was a joke, but it wasn't. So back in Ohio State a few years ago, like maybe like five six years ago, I don't I don't remember like the exact date, but it's recently. A similar situation happened like mm-hmm. that, and when they got the door open, kids were trying to like crawl out, and one kid crawled out, and the elevator started. Oh going. gosh! Oh gosh! Yeah, Ooh. so so it's it's it smashed his chest. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so you know, yeah. RIP that kid and you know his family, but like legit, like I, it was it was funny, but it wasn't funny because I was like, I told him in the yeah. elevator, I was like, all right, now y'all better be careful climbing up out of here because yeah, for sure. So you saw Coach Eyes, he jumped his old ass. He, he did. I was like, watch, your, too, watch your knees, Coach. Yeah. I was watching. I was that like, one. yeah, the elevator catching me is gonna be. It better be the fastest right. dude alive, you know, <laughs> fast, fastest elevator alive. No, on the flip side, I thought it was very kind of you, Ennis. You waited. You were the last one. Yeah, You're like, was, no, go ahead. Yeah, that was for everyone to just uh, yeah. leave the end. Mm-hmm. trying to get that. He saw I was going to be on camera. He wanted to be a citizen <laughs> sooner. He's a good Samaritan. He's a good. Uh, I'm a good actor. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Uh, he'd be a good. He's trying to show he's a good acquirement acquisition to the United States of America. <laughs> so, t- so let's talk about that. Two more years? 2021, yes. Okay, so what's the process? what's the process been like? 
Well, uh, it's now uh, got a green card around okay. uh, three years ago. Well, they said uh, if you got married with an American woman, it's only gonna take three years. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I think I'm just gonna wait five years. <laughs> you didn't want to go out yeah, and find no, no, I don't want, no, I did not. Just for that, I didn't <laughs> want to get married for just an American woman. Uh, no, I got two years left, and then in two years, I'm becoming an American uh, citizen. And uh, I'm, I'm actually thinking about adding an American name. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like I have no idea. I don't. I don't know yet. What's the reason behind it? You don't like. No, I, I do like Turks, but I just, I'm just becoming American, so I just, why not just add an American name? Well, for the sake of you get to choose your own name, stay away from Williams, Jones. It's, it's enough of those. Williams, yeah. Jones. Yeah, too many. yeah, Olsen yeah, Dam so is fun. I get a lot, I got a lot out of Turner, that one. Turner, man, you, you got, that can get <laughs> you far. <laughs> so it's like you me, and then you go on YouTube, Mr. Turner DUI. That could be a distant <laughs> uncle. We, we can claim him. Okay. Go on YouTube and look up Mr. Turner DUI, please. <laughs> You'll enjoy yourself. What is it? I said, well, dude, like, resisting arrest for being a DUI, like, having a DUI, but he was so drunk, he was like, I was drinking while one motherfucking driver. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to do, like, the bill sobriety test and everything, and he, like, leaning, and he said, like, that wasn't me in the car, and he was the only one in the car, and he was like, look, there was somebody driving, they jumped in my lap. Or, like, something, like, he was just lying. It was like, you know, at one point, they're like, you know, you're going to jail. And, like, they're outside, like... It was like a 12-minute video, but like it was getting funnier and funnier. Like the cops could have been arrested him, but they just set it, set it up to like be like, man, let's, let's see how far he goes. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Yeah, so you I could be a you. Turner. Well, so you said that you learned um, English through SpongeBob and Jersey Shore. No, that, that, well, when I was in, when I get to college, okay. so that's what I, I was asking people. So how can I? What kind of shows that I should watch things to learn about English? Mm -hmm. You know, they said, you know, they told me Jersey Shore, and I didn't know what Jersey Shore was. So and I just started watching Jersey Shore. I was like, this is terrible. This is crazy. <laughs> it's, ter it's terrible and say that it's funny. Oh, I know. I, I, you know, it's Cabs are here. Yeah, Trust Cabs me. are here. Yeah. Know, bro. The world was so much easier when, when Ronnie was making people sleep on the pavement. Like, uh, I feel like right? 07, 08, 09. Like, uh, when Jersey Shore was on TV, like, my life was easy. And then you mix that up with, like, Flavor of Love. Oh, God, Flavor <laughs> And all that stuff, bro. Flavor of Love. You know what I'm saying? And then round in, I haven't watched it since, since with the Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, like the I original all group of them. like back yes. in the day. That was who 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 was Kim's um who was Croy. Sugar Daddy or Big oh, Daddy, Big bi Papa. Uh, big, uh, big Big Papa. Big Papa. Now she's married to Croy. Croy. Bearman? Bearman. Yeah, and then his and then her kids. They have like grown. seventeen children now. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, making good, it good. Last. They're making it last. They're in love. <laughs> no, I watch all that stuff. But I was thinking, because you watch the Jersey Shore, maybe you should pick a name from from Jersey Shore. Like Sartino. The, ooh. ooh, yeah, yeah. Get like super Italian. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That, that, that's actually a no bad name. Nah, that's Pretty a good, good one. Right? Ennis Sartino. Yeah. <laughs> I got some better ones for you. If you're into the like the Italian name, I would uh my homie's name is Maniscalco. That's pretty dope. Wait, the, the comedian? Nah, oh. just, just he, he sells uh, medical insurance. Oh. <laughs> I but know him but too. I will have you know this. I will have you know this. <laughs> He's actually, they've been trying to get him to do the bachelorette for like the past four or five. He's actually a drop dead, look, gorgeous looking guy. Really? Yeah. If you're looking, I can hook you up. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking. Joking. I'm just joking. It'll be, we'll have him on a TV show. We can make it awkward. I mean, we can have him on, uh, oh, please don't do that on road tripping. <laughs> But Maniscalco, looking at Maniscalco. I think he could pull that off. Right. Or um, Blue Eyes. Ooh, Sinatra. Ennis Sinatra. Oh, my gosh. There I you go. love it. Ennis Sinatra. Ennis Sinatra, bro. Okay. I'm we, putting you out. what that means, but. Well, so Frank Sinatra. Oh, oh Blue Eyes. Have you ever heard of Frank no, Sinatra? No, I never heard that before, no. He was, like, I mean, 
one of the most, most famous one of the most famous singers. Like he okay. was in the Rat Pack, which was okay. You gotta help me out here. Him, J Jeff, you know the Rat Pack. Sammy Davis Jr., Sammy Davis, Dean Jr., Martin. Dean Martin, and what's the what was the other one? Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, and oh my gosh, people are probably gonna be annoyed yelling at us. We should Sorry know. to all our listeners that are born Dean? before 60. Oh my 60s, gosh, Jeff, you should know. Because we don't know. He's looking it up. Anyways, back to Sinatra. So he's like. Yeah, and it's Sinatra. And it's Sinatra. Oh, I think that is That is hard. Gold. But you yeah. gotta have, always have like a, a big, like, Top hat, you gotta be jiggy the whole time. Yeah, okay. you gotta be jiggy. See about okay. changing your eyes to blue. <laughs> All right. I got two years. So you you got gonna, two it's years. gonna turn years. blue. Yeah, it's gonna turn blue. <laughs> you got time to think about it, but I'm really for Ennis Sinatra. Like, I'm really. Yeah, in. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of jealous. I might buy a dog and name him Sinatra. Sinatra. <laughs> That's hard, bro. Damn. Okay, I'm I got eight. I'm Damn it. Um, Joey, no, wait, I don't even know. I know Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop. I don't even know those two people. Hey, but they were still they were... legit, probably. Kicking yeah. with old blue eyes, it had to be legit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so you think about that. And now we have to talk about, I really want to talk, because I'm a little, not confused, but I want to know more about it. So the fact that you can't go to Toronto. I know the right. backstory, but... Yeah, for the, incriminate yourself. <laughs> for those who don't know, take us through, if you can, the whole situation. Well, actually, the whole situation is pretty complicated. Well, I think, yeah, it all started back in 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, actually a coup that was happening in, uh, in Turkey. And, uh, you know, I think that, that uh, many people believe, especially the West uh, side of the world, believes that, you know, the, the Turkish president did that the quotam to his own country so he can take uh, uh, over and he can take. Mm -hmm. And then he's been using his power to abuse people mm -hmm. and he's been use, using his power to abuse the human rights and, uh, and uh, democracy and uh, freedom. So that's why I play in an NBA. That's why I have a, a very big platform. So I'm trying to use this platform to be voice of all those, you know, innocent people who don't have a voice. So when you, well, when you, in, in Turkey, in uh, Middle East especially, when you, if you have a voice and if you are, uh, well, speaking the truth and trying to be the voice uh, for the human rights and democracy, then not many people are going to like it because, well, I mean that you are basically saying that, you know, your whole Turkish government they are doing wrong and, um, well, they hate that. So that's why it's pretty tough for me to uh, leave the country because they put my name on Interpol. So yeah, so outside of America, yeah. So outside of so outside of America, I'm, they count me as a, like a criminal. So it's pretty crazy. I I just didn't want to take that chance to go out to leave the country and uh, you know just get arrested because I'm not an American citizen yet. So they can send me back to uh, Turkey. That's crazy. So it's it's pretty it's a pretty tough situation because when I was playing with the Knicks this season, they went back to London and um, I couldn't travel either. Wow. So where were you again where you had your passport taken? Oh, I was in Romania. Okay. So I was in Romania. Well, uh, they canceled my passport. And I was, you know, uh, I asked the passport lady and the police there. I asked the police there, is that why do they cancel my passport? What's the reason? They said, well, uh, it's a secret we cannot tell. Well, that shows that, you know, the police and then the Turkish common words together. Oh, and, uh, my. So that's why, yeah. So that's why I was like, you, you know what, let's just not take any chance. Let's go back to America. So I went back to America. And uh, from that day, you know, besides a couple of Toronto games, I didn't really leave the uh, country. That is crazy. So when that happened, were you scared? Were you mad? What, what were your feelings when that happened to you? It's, it, it was, it, of course, it was, it was scary because they could have sent me back to Turkey because I'm not, I'm not an American uh, citizen. Well, before that, before Romania, I was doing a basketball camp in, in Indonesia. And then middle of the night, uh, they sent intelligence service and army 
to kidnap me and send me back to Turkey. What? Yeah. What? Around two, around two, two thirty a.m. Yeah. I was gonna kidnap your big ass. Trust me, that's innocent nerd daddy or somebody. That's that's intelligence service and army. You know where I'm. We need a favor. The one dude that beat up ninety-eight people. Go get. Oh my god. Sorry. Go ahead. What happened with that? So and then then that night, you know, I was like, me and my manager was, you know, just said, you know, we need to escape the country because we don't trust anybody because we don't know the language, we don't know the people, we just doing a basketball camp there. So I think I think it was around five thirty a.m. We got on a flight. We escaped the country. Went to Singapore. And uh, it was it was pretty scary too because that day if they would have just catched me anyway, then they would have sent me back to Turkey. So how did you know that they were coming to Kidam? the local the, the, the local our local contacts called us that we had a basketball camp in a, in that school, so they came to the school uh, and they thought we were gonna stay at that school because they have a, like a dorm and stuff. So they thought we were gonna stay in that school that night, but luckily we didn't stay. We stayed at the hotel. Like I'm like shaking right yeah. now. It's no joke, man. I'm I'm glad it, it worked out the right way. That's that's OD. That's I mean, you just don't know what yeah. could have happened. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So But like escaping, like plan like getting a flight at five I mean, I right. can't even. That that's like straight out of a movie to me. Yeah. That's, it is it is like a movie. It is like a movie. Yes. No, this it's like the book Red Notice. I don't know if you guys read it by Bill Brower. But no. they did a Sergei Manitsky, the Russians or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's that's up until oh nine, like I mean, they're really catching dudes like having corrupt, like yeah. like having corrupt yeah. court cases where they're where people aren't even like in the country, and they're they're sending lawyers there just to be like, hey, he uh, he pleaded guilty. Now, yeah. now we have, we're looking for him. And then oh. we go to jail. You know, Sergey Maniski was, you know, he had lost sixty pounds in jail. They didn't feed him. They want he ended up dying. They wouldn't let anybody see the autopsy. They just said he killed himself. And it turned out he had like 80, 80 different like. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, read that. I gotta read that book. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you know, I went to uh, when the team went to London, I went to Washington to just go talk to some uh, yeah. senators and congressmen. Yeah. You know, they they said, you know, what you're doing is so brave and what you're doing is right, just keep doing what you're doing. But you know, a lot of my friends even just say, just don't just don't be alone wherever you go, even in like the because the streets or anywhere. Because I think that I heard that like the the I think the Turkish government started working with the Mexican uh, drug dealers. Oh, so, come yeah. on. I, I, I swear. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking about that. Yeah. That the kidnap people in America said, send them to, you know, the Mexico so they can uh, send them to Turkey. So right now, do you not go anywhere by yourself? Uh, I, the only place I actually go alone is bathroom. Anywhere else. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm being God. serious. So everywhere I go, I always make sure that I text someone, hey, I'm going to this place. I'm going here. I'm going here. And uh, and uh, wherever I go, I always have like someone with me, like the team security or just like uh, one of my friends or my, my security always just uh, with me. I'm sorry. I can't get over it. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, yes, that's so, that is super brave of you because you took a stand and now like your life is totally changed. Changed, would you still do it again? I mean, is, are you still? I would do like, it? it's, it's very tough because a lot of people are saying, "Why are you doing it?" Because mm-hmm. I mean, now like you see, like uh, when you start doing this, talk about this kind of stuff, like yeah. you get no endorsement deals. Now, I mean, I, I was talking to uh, someone in, like an endorsement deal. They said, "If you love my ass, you want to give him contract. But if you give him contract, then they're gonna, you know, shut down every every art store in t- Turkey." Oh my! So you get no endorsement deals, no any anything, any big deals, whatever. But. Uh, 
I will definitely do it again because I mean there are lots of people in Turkey that you know just getting getting kidnapped, getting jailed, getting tortured in jails. And now you know my I think in uh, around mid March my dad had a, my dad had a, my dad has a, a trial, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's f- facing 15 years in jail just because of the all the situation that Are you, your your dad yes. What? Okay. Is, is this not completely amazing no, to you? No, it's, it's crazy to me. But it's, it's, it's real what you said. Because I told you the other day, um, I was in Cleveland, and a girl I went to college with, she's a lawyer now. And she's like, hey, tell your friend Ennis yes. like, what he did and what he said and everything helped some of my clients get asylum. Really? Yeah. So like, That's amazing. I, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, uh, other than that, I mean, besides, you know, the oppression, besides, I mean, it, it takes a strong figure. And at the same time, you know what I'm saying? A woke individual to really step up and speak for a group of people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So much much respect to you, bro, yeah, because that shit's, I mean, that shit's no joke, man. It's pretty crazy. That's to increase the peace. Yeah. Increase the peace. No, seriously, man. That's, I agree. That's, that's, that's crazy, man. I, it's just totally changed your life. I mean, yeah, it did change a you, lot. the fact that you have to text someone everywhere you go and you have to just be like on guard, I mean, I, I feel like that would be very stressful, but you uh, seem like you're stress free. I don't know. I mean, you just you just cannot carry any any of these conversations mm-hmm. and around around you because I mean, you with your teammates all the time, you with your coaches. You cannot mm-hmm. like, you cannot let your frustration affect them. Right. You know, so you cannot bring in none of these conversations to on, on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, just you yeah. just have to live it inside inside you. Wow, that, I'm I'm like shook. That was that was a wild story. I'm super impressed, by the way. Super impressed. So I guess basketball is. I mean. It's probably a release then for you. Of course, I mean every time I I, I step on the court, it's just it's just me, my teammates, and the coaches, and you know try to go uh, get a win. But as soon as like you leave the uh, the court, it's just all that you know just stuffs mm-hmm. just happening. You know, mm-hmm. wow, it's pretty crazy. Well, so you're so what's this next step with your father? Like, what do you think is gonna happen? With I I really don't know because I mean I cannot get no kind of contact with him. Uh, because like I think it was uh, two years ago, the police, you know, came to my house in Turkey and they raided the whole house, and they took every electronics away, you know, the phones away, computers away, and uh, you know, the laptops away. They wanted to see if I if I'm still in contact with my family or not, and um, if they would have seen like any text message, any missed calls, whatever, and they will be all in jail. So I mean, it was it's been a very long time. I mean, probably like last three years, maybe I only talked to my family one or two times. Oh, I just want to cry. Yeah, I want to cry. Okay, this is maybe sounds really stupid, but there's no way they can leave then. See, like we, ch- I actually tried did. I mean, with my cousin, two my brothers in uh in America, in America. So I tried, you know, uh, told them to so why, why can't we just bring him here? Yeah. But uh, they made a hole in their passport, so they cannot travel or they cannot leave the uh, Turkey. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is just I, I'm just I'm just so sorry that you're dealing with yeah. all of this again. Like Et said, that your good is coming from it. But I mean that's so hard. I mean your your family. Mm-hmm. You can't even talk to your family. That is. Can we get Dave to get that private jet and just like, not not over Turkey. It's pretty tough. Yeah, right. Not over Turkey. Yeah, On a positive note, obviously you said and we talked about it. You're you're really happy to be on this team. Yeah. How has it been so far with these guys? It's been awesome, definitely. Because I mean, I was I was with Nick's. It was, it was I was dealing with so much stuff off the court, and I was same time I was dealing so much stuff on the court. And it was and now, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you know I got released, and you know they I respect them. They respect me a lot because yeah. I mean they they said, we know what kind of uh, player you are. We just want you to release you so you can go play play with a playoff contender. I was like I I I told them uh, thanks and I and I left and then I talked to my agents like. 
where should we go now? What's the next step? He said, let's just wait a few days, see what's, the, what, what's our best options. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, there was uh, uh, four or five teams and that, you know, try to contact us. And I talked to my agent. I was like, that's the best thing, best uh, team was oh. it. They said the Portland. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, cool. That was a big pickup, man. I was hyped. I was going to say, how, how's it been? Like, were you pretty pumped when you heard he was coming? Yeah, I thought, I, you know, comprehend what type of player. You know he is, and what type of force he is, and, you know, what we're trying to do. You know, a deeper, pause, and better. So, yeah. I, I mean, at first, what do you have? You're damn near averaging a double-double with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like a big double-double. So, I mean, it's everything you thought it was going to be. So, and then, you know, obviously just a good dude. You know, another big force, and you know, going down the stretch is, uh, you know, you can never be too deep. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and 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 obviously he's, uh, you count on his buckets and his stats. So. And have you played or been around a teammate like Evan Turner? <laughs> actually, no. He's definitely a very unique, very unique guy, <laughs> oh, man. I never, <laughs> no. Well, actually, I worked out with his uh, off-season coach. Uh, oh yeah, we, yeah. Had, we actually had the same, the same Chicago, coach, the yeah, same Chicago. Chicago guy, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. So I've known Jeff since I was like 16. Yeah, and then he's been telling me about uh, him and Patrick. Uh, Beverly, I think Patrick, Patrick Beverly too, works right? Pat Beverly, right? The two guys he always talks about, him and Patrick Beverly. And yeah. then, uh, That's my guy. When I actually uh, signed with Portland, he's like, man, Evan Turner is my guy. He's going to take care of him. I'm like, cool. And I actually got to meet him, and it's been awesome. And spend yeah. uh, 30 minutes in the elevator. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Something else that I, I've heard that you are very passionate about is wrestling. Yes, actually, yes. How did that happen? Well, I mean, well, <laughs> I couldn't play college basketball because I played professional league and uh, in overseas. And then uh, I got to a point where I was just, they said, you cannot even practice with the team anymore. Hmm. I was like, man, this is so crazy. And then they made me student assistant coach. They made me assistant coach so I could practice with the team. Oh. So I was assistant coach in college. Uh, I was 18 years old, probably the youngest assistant coach in NCAA. I and, think uh, so, yeah. And then, uh, you know, after that, you know, I was just, I was just bored because I wasn't playing. I didn't really, uh, I traveled a few times and I wasn't really traveling. So I, I had to get a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was started, I started watching uh, wrestling then. And just since then, it just became my hobby. WWE, right? Yes. That's the one. The fake one, not the, okay. <laughs> not the real one. You ever been like any like what, WrestleManias and stuff? I want, no, I went to SummerSlam. Okay. I went to SummerSlam this summer. I've been to lots of shows, but not WrestleMania. I was planning to go to WrestleMania, but it's during the season. Uh, right? During the season. So yeah. I think it's like April 7th or something. Who's your favorite wrestler? Who's your, like, what, I would probably pick uh, probably like The Undertaker. Yeah, all time. Yeah, probably classic. Undertaker, yeah, classic. Well, I'm a Stone Cold. I'm yeah, it's a cold Cole. too, right? Are you, are you a WWE guy? Nah, I used, when I, up until like a certain age, when I was a kid, I used to, uh, I used to carry uh, a book bag full of like trading cards and a okay. binder. And every time I got like five bucks, I would go buy a new, uh, a new um, wrestling toy. So mm -hmm. I had like 25 toys. Like, so I used to carry them everywhere wow. in my book bag. So I used, to be, I used to be wrestling crazy, like D-Generation X. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I used to I used to love what the na the Nation of Doom what was it Farouk, The Rock, all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was I was in at the Hardy yeah. Boys. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was in a, I was in all that. Kane. I used to have nightmares yeah. about Kane. Oh, really? <laughs> I used to have nightmares about Kane. Dude. Yeah, and then you did the WCW. Did you ever used to watch W? You probably that's probably two back in the day. Yeah, it's two back in the day. It was like yeah. Sting. Diamond Dallas Page, yeah. like you know. I met actually, I, I met him. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg. I'm gonna go work out with him this uh, summer. Which yes, one? Uh, 
the Diamond Dallas page. Diamond you have some Dallas. like weird, different kind of program. A lot of the NFL players are doing it. So yeah. I might just go work out with him. He lives in Atlanta, Atlanta. So I might yeah. just go work out. He's done out. a lot of great work for some of the former, yeah. uh, for, for some of the former wrestlers yeah. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they had a Jake the Snake documentary. Yeah. Was uh, yeah. it vicious? Yeah. That documentary, they were trying to, I guess he's like influential on trying to help get them clean and get them on like the oh. right track and stuff and everything okay. after because you know a lot of them were addicted yeah. to painkillers and meds and yeah. you know the steroids broke their body right. down so like he, he definitely stepped up and uh you know try to help them live a healthier life i can see you maybe post basketball I can see you doing Maybe. that. Maybe. We'll see. I'm, I'm some, I got still I got like seven, eight years. So let me just. But you thought about it? Uh, a little bit, yes. Oh, I can't That'd see you doing No, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're, I mean, right. you got the body shape for it. Yeah, totally. Right? Advertise. What would your name be, though? I have no well, it's idea. Well, it's going to be Sinatra next. Already. So following that. What would your gimmick be? Oof. What would you yeah, be known I'm for? trying to think. Like so if, 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 like, if I stayed if I stayed Turkish, that could be like Turkish delight or something. <laughs> the Turkish you know what I mean? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you de- he's definitely thought about this. <laughs> yep, that's great. Yo, so tell us about um your first intro in a basketball. Like how'd you get it? Was it Turkaloo? Uh no, I, I was actually I was in Turkey. I actually wanted to be a soccer player because that's the number one yeah. sport in uh, in Turkey, and uh, I was too tall for it, and I uh, didn't really work, and I just you know switched to sports, and then went to basketball because I was the tallest one in my classroom. And I started playing. I was very good at it. I was getting all, that re- all those rebounds because I was the tallest one in my class. And then, uh, you know, one day just one of my, you know, friends said, why, why don't you just think about this uh, professionally? And I just, you know, I just went to a club team in, in Turkey. When I, I, started, I started playing basketball when I was 13, 14 years old. I started pretty late because I was playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, I've been playing basketball. I played my first professional uh, game when I was 16. And I started getting paid when I was 16, 15, 16. That's why that was the problem that yeah, I couldn't play. Can, right? Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> play college. Yeah. 15 years old. Wow. And so your first stint in the NBA, was that kind of like, whoa? Or like, when did you have your first, like, whoa, this is the NBA moment? Like, this is probably my fir- Probably my first regular season game. It was against Lakers at Staples Center. It was, you know, against Kobe and stuff. Wow, so that's, like, a big, that's a big first game. I was because you're watching, yeah. you just, you know, just you're growing up watching all this, you know, the players and the team. And the uh, first actual game at Staples Center against cool. Kobe. And uh, actually, I think we lost that game pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. Still a cool moment, though. Yeah. It what was, was a, oh, well, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So, so you say you saw Kobe, but like, yeah. who, who is like your big man idol? My big man ideal. Well, like I mean, growing, like, like I really you in your, like, see. You had to wake up like around like three, four a.m. to watch NBA games. Yeah. Just because I had school, I never did it. And only team I really knew it was Utah and Lakers because Utah was Memorokur was uh, playing in that game. Oh, yeah, so yeah. one of the Turkish guy, and uh, oh, the Lakers oh, was just it was it was the Lakers. You yeah. know, so yeah. I was watching growing up watching Shaq, Kobe. I'm sure you heard about like Elijah on a bunch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I did. Because you got like. Some of your moves and stuff, Footworks like and spin stuff, off, yeah. yeah, spin off the poles, the quick spin yeah. and stuff. Like sometimes, I think a lot of the it shows a history of much think, more than just a yeah. bang. Sure, I think a lot of the comes from playing soccer. I heard that he play he played a lot of soccer like when, when he was growing up. Yeah, that's interesting. Was big as hell trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to kick that little soccer ball. Right, that's crazy. I was gonna ask you. We haven't talked. Um, I want to talk about your your all star break. What did you do? Because you were I was, I was messing with you because you were very active on social media. Yeah, like I was like, anyway. is he bored or is he? Yeah, <laughs> no, I literally all star just rested up. I went to New York and I just went to a couple of museums. You know, I went to the Met 
And mm-hmm. that, that's a crazy museum. Um, I'm in the art, so, you know, obviously when we go to New York or whatever, I can't. Sometimes, you know, move around the city again and do what you want to do is, is, isn't it really easy with just the time and the obligations with the team. So I originally didn't have any plans for All-Star break. And last minute, I was looking up L.A. and it was cold. I was looking up Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was cold. I heard Miami wasn't cold, but the forecast said it was cold. So I made my decision on All-Star like two days before. I was like, I'm just going to go to New York and just kick it and just rest up, go, you know, go relax a bit. So I did that and uh, did a little bit of shopping and mm-hmm. stayed out the way, man. Just waited for, waiting for the homies to pull up. So I think I knew that you loved art, but like, do you do you do you collect it? Yeah, I have art pieces, yeah, for sure. I have uh, some Dora Levenstein sculptures, some David Krakows, like the Jackson Pollock, like mm. tribute. Um, I'm into uh, obviously like the, the street, you know, the street design, like street art. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was out here, I got familiar with Timmy Sneaks. He's a Boston artist. He like some of his cool, colorful ways, and then. Uh, Obviously, Hebrew Brantley out of Chicago. I, I have a you know a whole Flyboy collection. I thought that was pretty dope. I have a couple pieces from him, and then uh, I'm waiting for that Nina Chanel Abbey. Mm. I'm waiting for her to drop that sculpture in March soon. I'm gonna rock like that, and then uh, I do a lot of collecting on uh, bare bricks. Bare bricks are like the little they're they're toys, but they're not oh, really I've, toys. I've yeah, yeah. Before. So like special editions. So I have some calls. Bear bricks. I'll have you know, you know, the Basquiat edition bear bricks, or just you know, whatever is, uh, well, you know, whatever I, I I personally like, or you know, fits. It reminds me of stuff growing up. You know what I'm saying? Did you grow up? Were you? Would you? Did you grow up liking art, or did it become uh, a passion I, later? Oh yeah, I was terrible at art, but you had to take <laughs> art as, as a kid. You know what I'm saying? So, I always, I was always like. Um, enamored you know I always mm-hmm. admire people that can do art and it was always just something that, like, that, yeah, that I couldn't do and mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't too good at so you know as I was like in Philly I used to go paint pottery and all that stuff and you know everything like that and once I started learning more and more about art mm-hmm. and getting into it and you know obviously having the, the financial mm-hmm. you know its ability to buy it I mean obviously it, it opened my it opened my eyes up to a lot more and you know the history of stuff and you know kind of learning what I like and then adding it to my house and like the interior design of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just all been like one big, you know, one big stepping stone in a sense. So, that, that's really cool. Yeah. Are you, what's like something like ET, like uh, maybe people that know that about him likes art. Is there like, what, what, what are you passionate about other than, than politics it's and basketball? Turkish delight. And being the Turkish uh, delight. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think like that that too is just probably just made me busy the whole, the whole day, you know, mm-hmm. because I woke up, uh, I woke up every day to just see what's going on in the news and everything. And then if I had to do a do a podcast or an interview or show, a radio show, whatever, and then uh, play basketball, go back to room and just keep just keep, keep it moving. Keep, keep it moving. So I, we we showed part of your Trevor Noah uh, yes. interview. Oh, I've never seen it. That's dope. He was yeah. on the Daily Show. Yeah, mm. like a couple of days before uh, you came yes. to. Yes. Portland. Actually, the day before. The day before. The day before, yeah, I came to. So, are we, did you know? He, he seems like you guys had like a history. Well, I, I saw him in a Knicks game. Okay. I, was, I saw him in a Knicks game. I met him, and then you know, just we decided to go on a show, and then mm-hmm. he just said, "Yeah, sure." I mean, he's big in politics. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He speaks out a lot, man. I, I didn't read his book, but his background story is pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. And he spoke out like some of the different. He's from South Africa, South right? South Africa, yep. Yeah, and like and the apartheid situation yeah, and all like that, that, right? That's dope, man. He's, he's a very cool dude. I mean, he likes like soccer and stuff. So I mean, uh, so I become a become a good good uh, good friend. He was a Knicks fan, and uh, 
want I wanted to show is pretty cool. No, it was really good. You did a great job yeah. on it. Like living in New York, I mean, it's got to be so different from where you came from. I, I would assume. I mean, I don't. Have you ever? Lived I heard Turkey's popping off. Is it? Well, I, 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 don't I grew know. up. I grew up in Istanbul, so it was like it is like I New York. Like Istanbul is like better than like Miami. It, it is. Like, it is like New York. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, I stayed right that, down huh? on you know. the, like the main part of it. Um, I went like two years ago, and I it was like one. I went to four different places, and I did, I just didn't know what to expect from Istanbul. It yeah. ended up being maybe my favorite place I yeah. went. It, it, it was pretty awesome, but I mean, I just. I played in college in Kentucky, and I got drafted by Utah. Then I played in Oklahoma City, and then I got drafted in New York. So it was like small, small, small cities, yeah, totally. nothing's going on. And then New York, it was, it's, it's definitely pretty awesome. It was it was a really good experience for a year and a half. Now I'm in Portland. I mean, I only went to Portland for like 10 hours. Yeah. And then I went back to you know, Chicago for an you know, all-star break. So I, I don't even know what that to expect crazy, in Portland. Yeah. How, do you, how would you tell them what living in Portland is like? How old are you right now? Six. All right. Portland is it's simple. So it's a lot of simplicity beauty. You know what I'm saying? So in New York, mm -hmm. it's going to be a complete 180. Yeah, for sure. In a sense. Because, you know, I, obviously you might go to Soho and you're seeing people right. dressed like runway. And, right. you know, you, you might see like the who's who and everybody's going out with the town on a vibe. Like Portland's more so stopped by a brewery in your pajamas. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, no, you know this, but stop by a brewery yeah, in pajamas. Like they, it's a simplistic vibe. I mean, obviously they have the best summers when it gets nice on stuff, uh -huh. and and, it, and then, you know it's kind of like almost like an island personality, mm -hmm. like like you know easy breeze, right. keep it chill. So I mean that's I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be no going out. <laughs> like, in a sense, no. I've only gone out like three times there. But other than that, it's, it's simple. It'll be, a, it'll be a dope spot to live and. Uh, They'll love you, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm pretty sure the Portland fan base is already excited to, mm -hmm. to see you play. So, I'll uh, see you play in, in For Portland. Sure. So, it's going to be a dope town. No, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely not like New York City. But yeah. it's, it's I would, like, you just, you, you said it pretty well, like, very, like, relaxed. Um, there's that, cause there was a show called Portlandia. Did you ever hear of that? Yeah, that was hella weird. We <laughs> It's funny though. Yeah, no, it's funny, but I, they had it at our our media day one year, right? Oh, that's was that right. The, like yeah. you went in and like they it would like ask you the weirdest questions. Yeah, and I never knew what it, like what it was when they asked me questions. I was like, is this dead ass serious? Like, <laughs> like what? Like just like I don't. It was like what was my man's name? What's the one? Fred Armisen. Name? Yeah, Fred Armisen. He was like a forty eight year old acting like a six year old, like asking me dumb ass questions. Like, do you think it's okay if I let you smoke at the game? I'm like, bro, is this dead ass serious? Like wow! The, like, like situations like that, they're funny. They're funny, but like Portland's that type of yeah. You, you, bro, you just don't know what you're gonna walk outside and see. That is that's that's the number right. one thing. I mean, the naked bike ride alone. Oh yeah, the naked. There's oh a naked really? Bike ride. Oh. You know, who rides on a bike <laughs> naked? Lots of people in Portland. It's it's a very bizarre thing. You have to know where it, where it's at because you could. Make, I once stumbled across it and I didn't know what was happening. I was like, "What?" Like I wasn't mentally prepared. Oh shit! Titties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there's this one land or line in Portlandia where they're like, Portland, where twenty somethings go to retire. <laughs> Basically, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like they might, and that, it's not all accurate. I mean, you know, there, there's all kinds of people, mm -hmm. but a lot, there's a lot of people that like just bounce from like 
working at a coffee shop for a couple hours just so they can make enough money to go like be in a band or something. Like that's just one example. Okay. There are many there are many types of people in Portland, but I will say they have fine fine wines. Yeah, great wine, great wine. Great wines. I don't know where you are. I don't, I don't drink. Shout okay, out to drink. Drink. Just okay. kidding. Then you don't need to know about that. Yeah. Great food. I think you eat. Okay. Yeah, I do eat. Yeah. What are your favorite? We have never talked about this. I don't leave the house, but um, you don't even leave the house. <laughs> no, I go one spot and it's uh, Domain Serene Wine Lounge. So I order from like Jake's Grill. So. Okay. I, I mean, if I I only I go out and like walk around just for the sake of it, but like once a week. But like other than that, like I don't go out and do dinner unless it's after the game. So just probably yeah. that or like more ends maybe. Mm-hmm. What would you say like in terms of? So you've played for a couple of different teams. Like what what's the fan base like when they see you out and about? Uh, would you say that I feel like they're like less aggressive than like your yeah? Other I think everybody's stoned. <laughs> I honestly, like, I think everybody's stone. I, honestly, it's Dame City. You know what I'm saying? I think you really got to be on that level because I feel like the personality of Portland is kind of like, they kind of just, in a certain sense, they let you be. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's totally. Not, like, it's, it's a simplistic type of thing. So, like, just in general, like, you don't, you know, they, they let you be in a certain sense. And, you know, uh, I just I just feel like it's just, everything is just Slower. Yeah, slower and kind of like under the radar. It won't be like New York. Like I walk down New York and I'm like ET. Like you think I played there? And you go to Portland, people say what's up and everything like that. But you know it's Dame, it's Dame City. So like only thing that, that makes their toes wiggle is dollar. <laughs> Just wiggle. Yeah. I will say, like, I agree with you. Um, like when I, I worked in Indiana for for a few years, and it's like sports bars mm-hmm. everywhere. So like, just TVs. So like, I would go out and pe- like fans would be a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And this is just me. I mean, I, players. I'm sure like Paul George. I don't think ever left. And I think he, he was kind of did the same thing you did. Like never left his house. Yeah. Like, just fished. But they were like more aggressive. And here, like, they just will walk, even if they say anything, they're like, just want to talk about the team. Like, they're just like, so what do you think, uh, you know, what seed? Or it's like they just care about, like, the actual basketball team mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. how they're doing. And it's not like, awesome. they, I don't know, you'll, you'll, you'll see it. You'll see it. So let's talk about, we're almost done. We'll, let's wrap it up. But I want to talk about the rest of the season. And just, like, you guys are, like, truly right now, I feel like in a, in a good rhythm. Yeah. How are you feeling? I haven't been out there in a while, but I, know, been, but I think like how we, I said it earlier, how we watched or whatever, I, I feel like from last year, I think we won games. We've been winning games, not easier, but we, we've been handling our business in games. I think with, with how crazy the schedule was, I think to a certain extent, we we can bat it to all-star break. I feel like we, we handle that relatively mm-hmm. well as well, winning 90% of our games damn near, going in, if we're winning, going into the four. Yeah. You know, we can. I feel like we've done a great job of, uh, you know, numerous times the second unit has won games as long with the first. You know what I'm saying? So I, do. I, I think like every, you know, everything is coming to you know fruition in that sense. Where to be poised to make a run. You know what I'm saying? The last couple of years, I feel like first year we had to battle get into the playoffs. The second year we, 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 we took third, but we made it pretty, you know, pretty tough on ourselves in regards to, uh, you know, we, we lose games, give up twenty point leads, like you know what I'm saying, like things yeah. like that. But I don't think this year is is happening like that as often. Yeah, and I feel like the last couple of years, like you just said, after All Star break. It's like another level. It's yeah. interesting. Like every year, it's yeah. just like something clicks. How have you felt so far in your three games? Uh, so, like, like you said, it's only been three games. But I think uh, the most important thing that uh, that I've been part of is just we are having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we sharing the ball. We having fun out there. We doing it with a, a smile on our face. I, I think that's the most important thing. And uh, I've been a part of some, you know, some teams that you know just. We were winning, but we weren't having fun. But yeah. I think here the important thing is we we're winning, and we're at the same time we're having fun, and we're trying to make uh, each other uh, better. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just going out there and doing our job. What's like the the vibe from the the guys that you've gotten? 
the vibe that you've gotten from the guys? Uh, I mean, everybody's, you know, that they're definitely trying to have, of course, I'm, I'm the young guys being, it's, it's my third game. So I'm, I still didn't, don't, don't know uh, some of the plays, but I think, you know, all the big, big mans and all the uh, players and coaches have been uh, trying to help me a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it just, it's a very easy, uh, it was a very easy uh, transition for me. Well, we're very happy to have you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for allowing me to come here. That was, like, mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. And keep your head on a swivel. Don't, don't get caught lacking. If you need someone to walk with you somewhere, call me. Yeah, call Brooke, all right? <laughs> you sure? Or, or E.T. No, you no, sure? We help people all the hey, time. Was, hey, Interpol ain't going to come take you if... Uh, a short white woman with you. There you go. That's the that's that's the cream of the crop in America. They coming back to get them. Right. So you stick stick with them, all right? And for two more years, then we'll, then we'll start hanging out. That, that's job security for me. So right. I'm all right. for it. Let's get it. All right, that's road trip, and we will right. talk to you very soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Thank See you. you.